Thank you for downloading today's UWA Alumni Podcast. My name is Joshua Sanchez-Lawson. I'm a current UWA Juris Doctor student, and I'm here with Aaron McDonald. Aaron McDonald is a UWA graduate, graduated from his Bachelor of Laws degree in 2007, and his Master of Law degree is in 2016. Um, after a long career in commercial law, Aaron is now the director at Pragma Legal. G'day, Josh. Thanks very much for having me. Oh, our pleasure. Let's start off. Just tell us about your personal connection with UWA and a little bit about your journey post-graduation. Sure. I am Subiaco, born and bred. So I only always lived up the road from UWA and came here straight after school. And obviously, as you mentioned in the intro, then came back to do my master's. So after graduating with my law degree, I worked in a um, big international law firm for five and a half years. And in 2014, I established uh, my own legal practice named Pragma, just growing quite quickly in the, a short period. It's been around four and a half years. It's gone from just me to about 20 people now. And yeah, it's it's been really good. And um, I've been involved in a lot of other extracurricular stuff since then too. Pragma was recently recognised as one of the fastest growing law firms in Australia. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how that felt? Yeah, um, we got nominated for an award a couple of years ago. We had some pretty rapid growth in the very early phase of Pragma. So it was surprising to get that. But the growth has just been all organic. We haven't sort of acquired other law firms or anything like that. And we... The reason I think that the growth has been so quick is that we've approached things a little bit differently than other law firms. We've, we've in particular gone in and tried to do things like fixed fees and we focus on a particular um, service model which is dealing in dispute resolution and trying to just do things a little bit differently than the traditional law firm that you might see on St George's Terrace. Know that innovation in the law is a big interest of you on something you've written about where do you see the sort of future of dispute resolution going i don't think it's as dire as some people are making it out to be obviously professor suskind has written a couple of books he's the leading authority on this topic and he's even said that dispute resolution lawyers in particular the advocates aren't going to leave anytime soon i think that's the reason for that is that every dispute is different it has its own factual circumstance it's unfortunately a fact of commerce and life that people are going to be in disputes with each other and that's never going to change but equally there's some amazing things happening overseas in relation to dispute resolution like online dispute resolution portals that they're starting to roll out in the uk in their magistrates court where um, instead of rolling up to court, you actually submit your papers online and it's all very user-friendly and it's a bit like an arbitration process where somebody determines the dispute. I think that's really got legs for something like that to happen here, but there's always going to be a role for lawyers and particularly UWA graduates to um, have a role in the legal profession here in WA. How has your UWA student experience and degrees helped you achieve your life and career goals? UWA's been really kind to me. Obviously, I spent many hours in the Beardsley Library learning about the law and particular aspects of it, and in particular, honing my research skills and being able to find the case that's the particular answer to the theoretical problem. Um, That's something that I've definitely been able to use in my work life as well in answering clients' problems. I think one of the things people forget about lawyers is that often they don't know the answer to the question, but they know where to find the answer to the question. And it's that being able to find the answer to the question, which is a skill that you learn at UWA, being able to use research properly and find the right case. That's certainly something that I learned here. But more than that, and probably more importantly than all of that, I've developed some really good relationships with some great people at UWA and that has been hugely beneficial to my career. It's uh, 
a sort of a you know not what you know who you know sort of thing and in dispute resolution so much of getting your client a good result comes down to getting along with the lawyer on the other side of the fence and if you're both UWA graduate you know each other your friends you've you studied in the same units together you're pretty much halfway there a lot of the time um, so much I see disputes sort of get protracted between parties when lawyers acting for each of the parties just don't get along and it's not in their client's interest so that's been something that's been good Nick Van Haddam uh, who was a mate of mine at UWA started up the Piddington Society we both sit on the board of that he, he co-founded that with another UWA law graduate Chris Bates who's kicking huge goals in the Perth business community Dan Polaris and I studied law here in the Beasley Library and now work together at the same firm. And yeah, as I say, many of the friends I had at uni are now at different firms that refer clients to me and yeah, and, and I, as I refer clients to them. So we, we really look after ourselves in that regard. It's been really good. What's the best career advice you've ever received? My old man has a piece of advice who always gives me about persistence. It's a famous quote you would have heard before about persistence is everything and having the right education and having the right talent and being a genius they're all great things but in order to succeed if you're really persistent you're willing to put the work in if you're willing to show grit which is one of the buzzwords people use these days that's really going to be correlated with your success so I that's something that's really rubbed off on me. Um, I certainly was by no means anywhere near one of the smartest students when I was here at WA, but I've, I've certainly, I think I've been able to work pretty hard to get where I have been. And I think that's um, been reflective of the firm's success. What's been the worst career advice you've ever received? Um, I haven't received a lot of bad career advice. Nothing really springs to mind. I wouldn't recommend advice. I, I mean, I think trying things and working out what you don't like is uh, something that I would certainly recommend, but nothing really springs to mind, Josh, on that. Why did you choose to come back and study your master's degree? It's a good question. I, in order to set, set your... Um, self up and, and differentiate yourself from every other lawyer out there You've got to sort of have have something and the masters was obviously something that does that it's a great masters course that they've got here at uwa and really i just wanted to do it more than anything just to gain knowledge in particular subject areas so i did a unit on commercial remedies and because that's something that's relevant to my practice and being able to read all the relevant case law and have to prepare exam answers on those topics makes you more knowledgeable in that field and improves your skills as a lawyer so that was really the reason i did it i did it i've got to say it was a lot harder than the undergraduate degree. Uh, trying to do a degree while you're working full time versus being an undergraduate, and absolutely no comparison in my view. But I still both great experiences. You mentioned the the great people that you met and the network that you sort of formed during your Bachelor of Laws degree. Coming in as a master's and working full time, did you still have that kind of active network? Yeah, not so much because there was only really a handful of lawyers in the master's units. I tell you what though, I did walking past the oak lawn to get my lunch, I looked at all the other undergrad students there and I just thought how good their life was in comparison to mine. <laughs> I really wish I could just go back go back there and, and, and do that again. But yeah, no, I mean, obviously I'm, it, I've still got the same network, but not as many people have come back to do the masters as, and, and were there when, when I was there. What advice would you provide someone in their 40s making, looking to make a career change? Um, 
I think, obviously, if the passion's there and they really want to make the change, then that's something that they should do. If you're making a career change in your 40s, that's probably, you might be looking at having to take a pay cut in order to do that. So you'd obviously want to make sure that you're financially secure if you do decide to take the leap. But I'd, I'd recommend, uh, s subject to that caveat, uh, I'd certainly recommend making a change if that's something that they're passionate about and they want to do it. On that, what advice would you provide someone in their 20s looking to make a career change? Oh, I, th I think the, the business case for something like that is probably even easier, probably unlikely to have a mortgage, probably even less likely to have children. So the if you get it wrong, the, the risk factor is lower. Now, you did mention passion. What's your passion and how do you want to make a difference in the world? At Pragma, we're always trying to resolve disputes so people can focus on more important things. Most of the time where people are involved in disputes for in a business sense, there's something that is distracting to them and something that they'd obviously prefer to avoid. Aside from that, I'm obviously passionate about giving back. I'm involved in lots of not-for-profit organisations. I'm the chairman of the Subiaco Justice Centre, which has its own community legal centre in Subiaco. And I've been involved with the Pinkton Society, which obviously has a huge profile, providing legal education to lawyers and also promoting access to justice. Those are things that I'm really passionate about, building my career. Yeah, other than that, I think I think those are the two main things. I'm noticing sort of growing Pragma into what it is today, founding member of the UWA Young Alumni Network, founder of the Subi Community Legal Centre, the very entrepreneurial sort of bend to your career. Where does that come from? Yeah, that's something that was instilled in me at a young age. I think I got, got that from my parents, particularly my dad. I just really wanted to be able to work for myself and be able to do things myself. Not that working at a big law firm, which I did do, had a terrific boss there and he was very kind to me. And basically that job could not have been any better to me than it actually was. But at the end of the day, it wasn't my own and I wanted to find something that was my own. And yeah, it's, a, it's amazing once you, you, once you get out of that, uh, once you get into that ability to be able to make your own decisions, the things that you can do yourself. And that's something that I've obviously, obviously done. Do you think it's something you can learn? Yeah, absolutely. I think it is. I think it is something that you can learn. I think you've got to be, you've got to be passionate about it. I think I am passionate about doing, doing my own thing. But uh, I think it's easy for the people that don't really learn it. I think it sort of comes naturally to the people that are, that are just, just automatically want to be that type of person. In terms of your career path, have you had, who are the key people who've been in your career path? As in, what, in terms of a mentor? Yeah, um, funnily enough, earlier this week, my firm um, acquired a lawyer who's got 50 years experience and he's, he's actually been my career mentor for you know, my entire career. He was there the day I got admitted in the Supreme Court and uh, he's one of my dad's best friends and a lawyer with a fantastic reputation in Perth. And he's been really good to me. The other lawyers that I've worked for, particularly at my old firm, my old boss, um, who also a UWA uh, graduate, Toby Barry, he was very instrumental and a very good lawyer and a great lawyer to work with. Other than that, there's numerous other lawyers who I respect and admire, particularly senior members of the bar that I've worked with on different cases that have been great to work with. Do you advise people seek out a mentor in their careers? Abs absolutely. Yeah, if you don't have one, um, particularly at an early stage of your career, it's, it's a good idea to try and get one. The Women Lawyers Association has a scheme, I think, that enables female law students to be able to match up with women lawyers and get, get a, get a um, mentor early on in their career. That's obviously something that I would commend. So if you, if you don't have one, seek one out. There's, I can assure you members of the legal profession are very keen to give back to law students and try and instill their advice and let them know where they went wrong and where uh, law students can not make those same mistakes.
now director of Pragma Legal at the same time as this, you know, overwhelming sort of volunteering commitment. How do you manage your time? Yeah, it's I've got a fantastic team of people around me, so delegation, something I've become very good at. So having them's been great, but obviously having a, a balanced lifestyle, I try to do things outside work, try to exercise in the morning and you know, not wake up and just roll into work. I don't think that's a good thing to do. So if if you can roll into work and feel like you've already um, achieved something, that's obviously that obviously helps. But being passionate about the the things that you're doing as well, it doesn't make it really feel like work. If you're enjoying the stuff that you're doing, then that it's going to come easier. And I heard this great quote from uh, Justice Edelman of the High Court, who was talking about somebody asked him. Uh, he he is a UWA graduate. An exceptional, um, an exceptional legal mind, Rhodes Scholar, and he he was talking about somebody asked him, you know, how do you fit it all in? And he was he his answer to that question was really, I just I just enjoy it so much, and and that's why I fit it all in. So if you can be if you can model yourself on somebody like that, I think you're you're halfway there. Now we have mentioned the Pennington Society, and I know that the Pennington Society is working with the UWA Law School, Blackstone, and the Legal Forecast to deliver a hackathon later mm. in the year. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, this is something that came up last last year. Really cool idea, and Kate Offer, the director of disruption at the UWA Law School, has grabbed it with both hands. But the way it works is they get um, some law students, some lawyers, and also people from different backgrounds like computer programmers and basically all meet up and you get mentored by different law firms on a Friday night and then you spend the whole weekend trying to hack a problem. I'm disappointed that it's not going to be held at Hackett Hall but um, uh, I actually don't know where it's going to be held but it'll be a really good event and it's had had huge success over in Queensland with the legal f- forecast. Um, one of the teams over there, I have on good authority, came up with an idea that has subsequently been commercialised and sold to the Queensland government, just something that they worked out over the weekend. So there's there's money in it and the, I think it's what they call design-based thinking where you think of you think of the problem and try and think forget about all the everyday restrictions that you would normally think on that problem and how something can be how a solution can be achieved in relation to that. So it's going to be interesting to see what comes out of it. I'm sure knowing the caliber of students coming out of UWA, it'll be a cracking event and there'll hopefully be some really cool ideas coming out of it. Now I'd like to talk to you about the Blackstone Society. Back in 2007, can you tell us a little bit what a little bit more about what the Law Student Society was like back then? I I think we had Travis McLeod as the president of Blackstone when I was there and other guys were involved in it like Anthony Papamathios who's a barrister who works on the terrace now, a very successful barrister. It's always been a really good organisation for bringing the students of the law school together and being the common room, the Blackstone common room was always somewhere you could go in and eat your lunch and hang out with somebody and you know talk to, talk to your friends. Um, I think without it, the law school would be something that would uh, be, it, it wouldn't, the law school would not nearly be as good as it is without something like the Blackstone Society there. It's really a cohesive body that, that, that brings all the law students together. So Blackstone is celebrating its 90th anniversary this year and the law school's been celebrating it over the past um, year and a half. Mm. You're quite involved as an alumni in um, UWA still. Mm. Do you have any advice for people who would be keen to connect with Blackstone and the law school in these in this landmark anniversary? For alumni to connect mm. with? I think 
I think what people often forget is that UWA has a fantastic alumni organisation and guys like Josh Van Campen that help run it, they often put on great events at the UWA club. And if you're not already on their mailing list, get on it. There's a great ability to connect with them and connect with other alumni in the events that they hold. I've had, um, I've been to a, a few of their events and been invited along and it's always been really worthwhile. 90th anniversary, obviously that's huge to think that the law school's been around that time, that, that long. And um, I think the gala dinner that they're going to put on um, later in the year is going to be a really good event too. Great. Now, last question. If you could give some word, words of wisdom, some advice to Aaron McDonald on his first day at UWA, what would it be? I'm a very, this might um, surprise you, Josh, but I'm a completely different person now to the, I think the person I was when I rolled up to uni in 2002. But something I'd certainly recommend to myself then was to get more involved in um, the extracurricular stuff, speaking in relation to the legal faculty, but this would apply in any faculty that you're in, if you can get involved in things like mooting or things like Blackstone Society, you're never going to regret those decisions. They're always going to be good good things. Um, even if you go in there and you uh, put yourself forward as a candidate for the Blackstone elections or you go into a first year mooting and you get kicked out in the first round, you'd, you'll never regret that experience because it's, you would have walked out of it having learnt something and probably made one or two friends along the way. Wonderful. Well, that wraps us up on... BCWA Alumni Podcast. I want to thank you for your time, Aaron, and thank you very much. Thanks very much, Josh. Thank you for downloading today's podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. At UWA, we help connect alumni with each other in our university through regular events on campus, across Australia, and the globe. To ensure you don't miss out on events near you, make sure your contact details are up to date and follow UWA Alumni on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 